Good afternoon, everybody. It's Friday, TGIF, the 31st day of July. Brandy and I here doing our podcast just for you. We're glad you joined us. Last day of July, hard to believe. Absolutely hard to believe. Going into level eight of Jumanji. (laughs) Well, there you go. See, the the one thing that COVID has done, uh, uh, other than bring families together and and I think COVID should be sponsored by family dinner night um, because that's exactly what's happened. I've eaten dinner with all of my children for the last four months, almost every night, which is just amazing because we didn't do that before. So COVID sponsored by everybody around the table at dinner time. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, a lot of changes coming up. Well, let's talk school first because it's they did Washington County just or Marietta City Schools just announced their plan. I still don't know plan for my daughter's school, um, but which doesn't really affect you, Brandy, because you've decided to uh, homeschool at least um, what one, two, three, three. four, three fifths of your children. Um, and your older son goes to, or your oldest son goes to the career center. So, um, that's a little bit different of a situation. I have no idea what I'm doing with my child yet, but. Well, and the part, what makes my oldest one a little bit separate from the younger ones is he's in a trade school. So he, he needs to be in person to learn his trade, and this is his senior year. Right. So he's already missed part of his junior year, and now he has one more year before he graduates. So he needs to be hands-on, right. and I can't do that. At, I can't teach welding at home. Right. <laughs> so, so he will be he will be doing part remote, part in the class. The other kids. The way our school system has it laid out, which is a good idea. It's a really good idea. It's just my kids didn't handle distance learning very well. So we just decided to kind of cut out that middleman and just do it all from home, starting with a solid curriculum that we have in place and and just taking this year, trying to get them caught up on stuff that they missed out on, right. things that they were behind on, and hopefully on target with their peers next year. We do intend to go back to city school next year. Right. But and I can tell you, as a former homeschooling mother whose children also went back into public school eventually, um, it's so much easier to get your kids caught up. And then by the time you're done with this year, your children will probably be a year, two, or three ahead of their peers once they do go back to school. Yeah, they, um, so our Ohio education website lays out what they expect the kids to be taught each year by grade level. Right. So we're going to follow that plan, but we're also going to add things. Right. But the fact that we can focus more one-on-one with each of the kids rather than where if they go to school, they're sharing eight or nine different classrooms with 30 some kids. Right. It's, It's a lot, it's a lot harder for teachers to be able to, focus on one particular child. So they'll get that at home, which is good because like I said, they didn't do distance learning well. Um, We found (laughs) a lot of their assignments had been turned in blank. So we're not even messing with it this year. We're not, you know, yeah, we did what we could to, to help them, but it was hard for us because there were so many different classes 
that right. we had to navigate around. Yeah, and you've got several grade levels going on, so that's exactly. a big difference. One of the things I like the best about homeschooling was all three of my children have different learning styles. So I was able to completely customize their learning to Based how they on learn. their unique individual right. needs. Right. And that's what I love about homeschooling because if you can find a way to incorporate something that they love into what they're learning, it'll click better. Yeah. You know, so I was sitting here thinking, I, I was looking at my Amazon cart and I had like these counting blocks because this is the year that Sophie should be going into division. But then I almost bought them and then I stopped myself and thought, you know, yeah, she might associate with the learning blocks, but do I really need to spend that money when there's other things at home that she could associate just as well, like LOLs? She collects LOLs. Kinsley collects LOLs. So, you know, I was sitting here thinking, you know, if I put 20 LOLs in front of Sophie and tell her that she has to divide them between four of us. Right. I think that that would help it click a little bit better. Like, right. okay, so how am I going to do this? So we've got, we've got a lot of um, exciting things. We're, we're excited. And, yeah. You know, this is also the year where she would learn about her state. Um, and so it's like third grade, you learn about your city, fourth grade, you learn about your state, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, you know, on is American and world history. Right. She missed out on the part of learning about the city because of COVID. But luckily, not only is Marriott a part of Ohio, but it's Ohio's most historical town right. or city. So when we go to teach about Ohio, we're just fortunate to be where we are because we've got so much history here. Right. So it'll kind of just both play hand in hand. So we kind of got lucky on that. Yeah, and field trips are so much fun in homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we did stuff like we made a oven out of tin foil in the sun. We went down, we, we happened to be near the ocean when I was first homeschooling them. We went down to the beach and made a sundial. I mean, we um, we were in Galveston, Texas, actually, which in 1900, this huge hurricane came in and then nobody knew it was coming, basically disseminated the island. Fifteen feet of water came up over Galveston Island. So we stacked the kids up to 15 feet so they could see how much water that was coming across that island. And, you know, Columbus isn't too far away from us. Not that we would want to get out and go in anywhere with COVID, and our field trips will be centered around, you know, COVID numbers and right. stuff like that and making sure that we're not in places. But, you know, here we've got the Campus Marshes Museum. We've got Rufus Putnam's house inside of it. Uh, we have the castle, we have Anchorage, we have the, um, got the old Indian colony theater, which You've... is People's Bank Theater now. Right. Yes, the Indian Mounds, um, Valley Gym, the Boat Museum. I right. mean, the list goes on just and in on. our area. Yeah. So it'll be, it, I think it'll it'll be fun. And it's something that even though we're teaching Sophie about it, it's still something that the twins can draw from as well as far as their... American and history and right. stuff like that because we were, you know, we are history. So. Right. I think um, that one of the reasons we're talking about this because if you happen to have children and you're struggling with this decision, um, because it, it is a big decision to make, but just know that whatever's right for you and your kids is what's right. And you I, know? Couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I've, I've seen so many... 
so many people online like bashing the school system and then being supportive of the school system. Everything's just so back and forth. And, and I honestly understand everyone's point of views because, you know, the people that do work full time at essential jobs that have kids too young to stay at home alone, but are going to have to stay at home. You know, I understand where right. they're coming from and I wish there was a, an easier solution, but it's uh, this is the definitely the time to to focus on what's most important for you and your family. Right. And hopefully people would respect that. I've had, you know, I've I've gone back and forth between should I send them to school? Should I do distance learning? Should I do distance learning through a different school online forum? Or should I homeschool? And after weighing the pros and cons of everything, we just ultimately came up to homeschooling would be good for this year right so and there is so much stuff online now about homeschooling and there's so much curriculum out there templates for worksheets for free i mean yeah there's just a lot fortunately we live in an age where we do have the technology yeah to where we can share and there are so many free websites that you can go and print off templates for certain subjects and certain parts of subjects so when i was doing it back in 2006 7 and 8 a lot of people were not homeschooling and it was kind of looked at as a bad thing and a lot of people were doing it for religious reasons and that was the big the reason that everybody wanted to homeschool was religious ours was because my ex-husband moved around the country building power plants and we went with him and we lived in a motorhome so for me, we sometimes we'd only spend six months at a place, and sometimes we'd be there two years. It just depended on the job. So for me, it was just because I didn't want to have to pull my kids out of school and dump them in a new school in a whole different state every six to 24 months, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why we did it. But there wasn't a lot out there at that point, and... You know, the schools were not at all on board. Now, if you're homeschooling your children, if uh, Marietta, if they wanted to play a sport and Marietta was having that sport, then they could go and participate even though they weren't in school. And we do have that. Like like Keelan, for example, he'll be homeschooled, but he can still play for Marietta City School football. Right. Um, So that's a great big advancement that I'm so happy they've done. and, And even though I know that there's a risk... With him playing football, it's not so much COVID. It's not that I'm not worried about COVID, but our reasoning for homeschooling is not so much COVID as much as it is with the plan that's laid out. Either way, I know that we're going to struggle if we don't get ahead of it because, like I said, distance learning just didn't happen in our house. It did, but it didn't. And your children are all at critical points in their education, you know, so it's really important that... Well, in next school year, we're supposed to be, you know, this is supposed to be the last school year for some of our kids to be at certain schools because even though they're in eighth grade this year, they're also the last eighth grade class at the middle school because next year grades are changing per school. Right. So next year, I think it's going to be fifth through seventh at the middle school instead of sixth through eighth. Right. And the same thing with elementary school. This would be Sophie's last year in elementary school. So she is going to miss out on that, and the twins will miss out on being the last 
at the middle school, but yeah, I'll tell you, I I do have to say I feel bad for our seniors because you have a, your oldest is a senior, my youngest is a senior, and I really hate that their last year of high school is going to be. Um, not as much in high school. I mean, my daughter's in regular high school. Yours is at the Career Center, so his is a little different. But well, it's still your still, senior year. Well, and he missed out on his junior prom. He missed yep. out on, you know. My daughter just said that last night. I didn't get a junior prom. I'm not going to get a senior prom. It's kind of crappy. crew, which right? really sucks. I yeah. mean, we love crew. I'm hoping that maybe by next spring when crew is actually, because the fall season is not competitive. I mean, they just do it to do it. But I'm hoping that maybe next spring things will calm down enough that crew can – because both of our children as seniors are in crew. And I guess I haven't done enough research on this to know, but I hear I hear that sports are being pushed back a season. But then I hear that all of the scrimmages for football are canceled, but they can still practice and – Right. right now, I think everyone's just kind of playing it by ear month by month to see how numbers go and stuff like that. Because even if our numbers are good here, the schools that we're supposed to be playing right. might not have good numbers. Right. So it's a lot of... I, I You might end up playing Warren every single game. <laughs> I personally do not see a football season. I don't think so. At least not the way that it normally is because... Well, football's the first sport out in the fall, so... You know, you yeah, you, there probably won't be any. Yeah, and I don't. I just you know, some of these fields are really small. Right. Well, they might be able to red for, shirt, blue shirt, just with themselves. Yeah. You know, like, but playing like the NBA's others, doing right. or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I guess time will tell. That's what we're. That's what we're all focusing on right now. Is just I just ordered the rest of our school books today. So. And so you're ready to go I send and my paperwork in and. We have an and that option. is one thing you do actually. If you decide to homeschool, you do have to um, send in paperwork to who? The There's city, the state. There is a form online that you can get. I don't know. I can't look up the website right now because we're using my phone to podcast. But if you go to Google and just type in Ohio homeschool form. Um, You'll get a link to a PDF. You download it, print it off, fill it out, and send it into your superintendent. But along with that, you also need to lay out um, certain things on paper, like what you plan to teach them, a statement that you're um, qualified to teach your kids. You need to have at least a diploma, GED, something. Right. Um, and for informational purposes, you need to list what books you intend to use um, and a few other things. But that's also on that form. Um, at On the second page, it comes with kind of like a checklist of everything that you need to make sure you include when you mail that back. And then you send it to your school superintendent. And that's it. Right. So. Now, everything else. At the end of the year. You can do state testing or find a teacher that reviews your work for right. the year right? and let them kind of like assess where they are and, and whether or not they should be put on, put forward or held back or right. whatever. So um, another great thing about homeschooling is you can spend 
three and a half hours a day and Focusing. yeah and get as much learning or more in that than kids would get in an eight hour school day so even though it's more intense it's a lot less time actually yeah I mean we even did stuff during we'd be having lunch and we'd watch Cash Cab on TV just for the trivia, mm-hmm. you know. So there's always just really well, great I'm learning. A, I'm like a huge believer in, in, in logic and problem solving. Right. So I think that it's important to be able to look at a problem but then take a step back and think and, and try to solve these problems. So that is something that I'm going to throw in because I see, like, my husband, bless his heart, He's not a problem solver. He panics. And, you know, I, I really think that a lot of what I've done in my years of working, you know, there's problem solving that comes along with it. And if you don't hold that skill, you could be... You're at a disadvantage. Str- yeah, you could be struggling. So um, I am going to throw logic and, and simple problem solving in, too, just so that way they don't... I know poor Sophie, she already has some sort of, like, just anxiety when it comes to doing things and, and figuring things out on her own. Right. So I do want to, like you said, it, it could be based on each individual kid's needs. And, you know, this is some, you know, she's she's super strong in reading. She's like, this girl is in fourth grade and can read eighth grade reading level. Right. Um, and she's, she's pretty on target with her math. But then when it comes to, um, like I said, problem solving and in logic, it's something that she doesn't quite get, and right. I want her to be able to get it and not panic. Right, and you'll have that aha moment with her. Yeah, so that's where, you know, we, who knows your kids better than you? Right. So every day, it's like I'm I'm not judging them, but I'm kind of like looking like, okay, where are some areas that we should kind of work on more than others? And that's that's one place. And Right. So. Well, I'm not going to lie. It's, it is difficult to homeschool your kids from the perspective of you are literally with them now 24-7. You know, so it, it gets a little... Um, it gets a little much sometimes. And the you know but the good thing about it is it's a it would for me it's a lot easier to learn off of a curriculum and I've researched this, I've studied it, I've laid it out and I'm still working on laying it out. But it's so much easier to learn from one person's guidelines rather than so many people involved. Like right. there's just too many people involved with that many kids. Right. So Whatever works. Sometimes it's easier for people to let their kids get on there and navigate and stuff like that. I just, I don't think my kids are stupid. I just think I can't trust them to do their schoolwork. Well, they're at, they're at an age where uh-huh. that's not a skill that they have that much yet, you yeah. know, as they get older. But um, recovery.now. Uh, if you have any questions or you're struggling with anything, um Brandy would be a good resource, especially if you decide to homeschool. So you can always go there and, uh, you know, send us a little quick little DM or something and uh, get some information or guidance. And, you know, I think that there's there's a big stigma right now about because I've had a lot of people tell me that I shouldn't even consider sending my child back to public school. So there's some stigma, I think, when a parent decides that they're going to let their kid go back to school. Well, and since you brought up the the Facebook page, you know, 
if people are wondering how how homeschooling and stuff will play in with recovery, you got to think about your mental health and your kids' mental health. Some kids thrive on the social interaction at school. You know, some kids might, you know, thrive better with their school work if they're at home being taught by one person that can focus on one-on-one. So not only do you have to think about what's good for you, but what will hurt or help your kid and and take that into consideration because if i really thought that them being at home all the time would hurt their mental health in any way then i would re reassess that yeah and and consider possibly doing the alternative but well how about the other way around if you are in recovery or struggling with any mental health issue um it might be tough to homeschool your kids. So that's another thing. I, you know, I like I said, I've researched and I've, I've really thought that our our decision did not come easy at all, like at all. And not only that, but I love my school system. I love our teachers. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I got to think about what's best for me and my family right, right now. And I just know going into this, if we don't do what we're doing, we're going to be facing much worse things with their education. Right. Halfway Going forward. through the school, yeah, halfway yeah. through the school year. So, um, I, I actually think it would be good for my mental health <laughs> to already have a plan and get ahead of it and just have like a solid footing to start out with, right. rather than going into the unknown. Um, I was under so much. I mean, do you remember when my kids were at the beginning of COVID? I, it was so stressful. Yeah. And it was just too many people and, and too much. And it was so hard for me to just get out of that mess of spider webs. Right. So um, I think for my mental health as well, this will be better. Um, because I, I suffered anxiety attacks. I suffered depression. I suffered just flat out stress daily. Well, and if, about their schooling. Right. And if your kids are not good distance learners and you know they're not learning anything because of that, yeah, that can be a huge trigger. Well, and you know, the thing is, is it could also be their learning style. Like right. me, I know that I can get online and read a book from a ki- the Kindle app. Right. But for some reason, I have to physically have the actual book in my hand. But that's how I absorb the material. That's how I grew up absorbing the material. Right. But then I get on the Kindle and I don't know if it's the lighting or or what it is, but I get on that and it's just like, no, I I have to have the physical book. Yes. So, and that's another thing. Like, you know, I use my kids as examples because that's all I know. But like Carter, he'd sit there and just stare at the computer screen forever Right, and not absorb anything. Exactly. So he needs to be more hands-on than through just staring at one screen. Sometimes you need that actual physical stuff in order for it to click with you. Exactly. So I just, like I said, I just think it'll be better for my kids and my family to go the way that we're going. But it depends on you, your kid, and your mental health, their mental health, and their learning styles to figure out what's good for you. So... Right. And it is a process. I mean, you're not going to make a decision um, overnight, more than likely. So, Well, and it's not going to be an easy decision for anybody. It's really not. Right. Because there's good and bad with everything. Right. So that's, you know, it's time to just. It's just a whole new thing. You know, we've never been through a pandemic. We've never, 
had to completely change the way we live. Um, so yeah. wearing masks everywhere. I went to Walmart the other day and I didn't even think about it because you get so used to wearing the masks now. Right. So I go to Walmart the other day, a woman that has known me since I was like little, little, I, every time I see her, it's, you know, we, hi, hey, how you doing? Right. I walked in and to me there was like, I couldn't figure out why I'm like waving at her and she's not waving back. <laughs> right. You didn't know who the heck you are. And then I realized I have my sunglasses on and my mask on. She can't see. So I had to pull my mask down and lift my sunglasses up. And she's like, oh, Brandy. <laughs> like, I forgot I'm like completely camouflaged right now. So, yeah, it's uh, we're all walking around like strangers right now, even to people that have known us for years. Right. So. It, it's a whole different reality and a lot of different and it can be very stressful. And so, um, you know, if you if you need help or you feel um, alone, reach out because you are not alone. And there are probably thousands of people going through exactly what you're going through or very similar to. So, well, and it's stressful knowing that, you know, some of us don't have an option to leave our kids at home while right. we're going to work. Right. So that's that's stressful, too, because right now you don't have the option to send your kid to school or keep your kid home. You're sending your kid to school. It's inevitable. Your kid will be home. Also, our 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 plan is Monday through Thursday, half the school goes Friday. They clean Monday through Thursday. The other half goes Friday. They clean. So each kid will be in school like eight days a month. But the rest of the time, they're going to be at home, and that's really hard. I know a lot of people that are really stressed and worried about their jobs and how it's going to affect their jobs, their income. You know, COVID's already taken a big toll right. on our financials, and now, you know, we're going to have to worry about this on top of it. And it's, and it's scary it to even think about leaving a kid at home alone for six to eight hours a day and now right eight, it's like yeah yeah that many days a month yeah and then if you're not there with them to help them with their schoolwork you know then there goes your evenings and it's it's tough it's it's going to be tough for everybody it's right just, my advice to you is just figure out what works for you and your family and you know run with it shame on whoever judges us for making our decisions you know, I just, I don't think that there should be any judgment because no matter what you do, somebody is going to agree and disagree. Right. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And you know what? You don't have to put everything out there on social media so that people can disagree with you. Yep. You know, I, uh, I, I, I think I have on two people's posts. Um, but they made sure that they put in that it's not for judgment. It's just for kind of like to help them weigh right. the pros and cons right. so that they could come up with their decision. And um, I, I really liked how everyone was supportive saying that, you know, like I said, you got to got to do what's best for you and your family right now and what will work. And if you've got to send your kids to school, we'll support that. If you want to keep your kids home, we'll support that. It's just now is the time for everyone to come together and be supportive right? and not judge. We have way too much judgment going on in the world right now. We don't need any more. Yeah, don't need any more at all. So reach out to us, recovery.now211. Um, if you need help with something or you need a service or you need to find something in our community, dial 211 and they'll be able to help you find 
just about anything that you could possibly um, want to know about at least the Mid-Ohio Valley. They go off your location, so they'll be able to um, help out with all different kinds of stuff. And by golly, everybody, stay safe and be nice to each other. We're going to go outside and ride a motorcycle thingy-majiggy. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, like, I tell people I have to practice riding this thing. I was like, I don't know what it is. You know, the only it's thing I can equate it. Yeah, and it's, it's electric. And the only thing I can equate it to, and this will help some people, is a Vespa. So they I were. I don't know what a Vespa that's is. That's a little <laughs> electric scooter. So they, they might have been gas back in the day. But, yeah, so if you know what a Vespa is, that's what we're going to go ride. And, yeah. Quite terribly for me. Ah, it's fun. You've only ridden it once, so I'm you just got to get used to it. I'm top heavy, and I waddled a lot. <laughs> you did a great job for the first time out. So let's go practice some of that. Everybody have a great weekend, and uh, we'll be back soon. Take care of each other. Bye.